22 pages later with your hosts, The Cap, Mike the Finance Guy, and Ralph the Tech. All right, so we're in August. Summer is turning the corner, and I still haven't gone to the beach yet. Well, then again, besides COVID being an issue, who really wants a, a mask tan line anyway on their face? Welcome, everyone, to another edition of Meanwhile, 22 Pages Later, episode 166. I'm one of your hosts, The Cap, and with me, as always, is the man that just discovered his hidden mutant ability is unintentional sass, MFG Mike, the finance guy. You're going to need a bigger boot. Jaws. Jaws. If you had gotten that wrong, both of you, I would have been pissed. I don't consider Jaws as horror, I guess, for me. Horror never... sci-fi. Sci-fi? Jaws is a comedy real. to me. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> How about Baby Shark? Oh, that's scary. Uh, yeah, I know, because your niece probably plays it like 15 times a day. That's or did. They, they used to use that in, Gu- in Guantanamo, but then they were like, no, this is cruel and unusual. Absolutely. <laughs> and and if you hear our other um, voice right there, <clears throat> and with me, like I said, is our other illustrious host, is the man who just discovered his hidden mutant ability is the power to pick really bad comedies on Netflix. RT Square, Ralph the Tech. It's been super honed. So right. <laughs> the other day, as I was dominating a monster wave in Hawaii, just ruling and making that wave my bitch. A thought occurred to me. Food trucks. They're like adult versions of lemonade stands. Huh. True. Yeah, definitely true. (laughs) Oh, man. My father got arrested so should I had a food truck. I swear to God, he would have made millions. Back in the 80s and 90s, yes. The way you described that man's food, I probably would have been his best customer. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. The funny thing is he gave away food for free, so he wouldn't make money. Um... (laughs) So today, we're going to do two things. We're going to stick to our recent theme of team-oriented superhero shows, as well as we're going to also return to a show we partially reviewed not too long ago. And that's all in one show, believe it or not. Um, We will be discussing Stargirl episodes 4 through 13. Or if you want to just say, we're doing the whole season. But we already did 1 through 3. Check the archives. But first, someone recently asked me, why doesn't Mike introduce himself for the quick news? And my response was, he needs to save himself. You know, like a prize fighter not having sex during training, or like a person not eating the night before Thanksgiving dinner. In any event, here's our boy Mike, and here's his quick news. And now, the quick news with Mike the Finance Guy and Ralph and Kat. Introducing me would, I don't know. I'm just too humble to introduce myself. Wow. You... <laughs> he says with his dick in his mouth. <laughs> I love you, Ralph. You took my line. What you got for us, Mike? All righty. Well, the news is out, and we can all be happy that Joel Schumacher's Batman and Robin was a major flop. Okay. Otherwise, audience would have been treated to his next installment, Batman Unchained. While probably not becoming the Fifty Shades of Grayson that it sounds like, the movie would have introduced Ms. Harley Quinn to movie viewers. The film quality would have shared the same treatment as Batman and Robin with many villains and too much bad camp. The Scarecrow was to be the main villain joined by Harley, who is a sadistic and playful toy maker that finds out that Jack Nicholson Joker was her biological father. 
Blaming Batman for the Joker's death, Harley would have teamed up with Scarecrow, who would use his fear toxin to make Batman hallucinate the deceased Joker. They wanted to actually get um, Jack Nicholson back for that. Okay. Oh, and Harley Quinn would probably have been played by Courtney Love, while the Scarecrow. Late, the late Courtney Love. Yeah, by, while Scarecrow would have been played by either Nicolas Cage, <laughs> or or Coolio. Oh wow! What? <laughs> I would have loved that to is see like, Coolio. I'm like, who won and lost the bet simultaneously? <laughs> wow. I mean, that would have been during Prime Cage, so I don't know. Yeah, it's but true. I mean, that, that a, oh, my God. I'll say this, though. Um, as much as Mike was saying that, you know, thank goodness we didn't get it, I kind of want to have it now. Yeah. I mean, Lord, yes. No. Yes. But look at it this way. I mean, as as boring, I mean, as boring, as much as we get a lot of Harlequin already, we already got that anyway. So the fact that they would have been well ahead of the curve and it would have been before, you know, strong internet, you know, right. we would have been able to tolerate it. Um, it sounds like really interesting choices. I don't like the, 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 the toy thing, but to bring Jack Nicholson back, that would have been interesting. Yeah, he's not one of my favorite jokers, but sure. I wasn't a big fan of him as a joke. I'm not a big fan of the first movie. You know that. I find it really boring. <laughs> Wait, there was a first one to me about 20 pages later. <laughs> Debates. Because <laughs> there's going to be a line out the door coming up about that. What did you say, Ralph? I'm sorry. There was a first movie? Yeah. Exactly. Well, the, the thing is, well, remember when our, our, our illustrious former multi-guest, Big Kev, he was just like, what the fuck do you mean it is boring? Next the time we talked to him, he, he was just like, yeah. <laughs> he rewatched I wasn't... It. I wasn't drinking the last time I saw it. That shit is boring. I think he rewatched it and he realized he probably didn't agree completely with me, but I think he started to realize it's a little bit boring. Was it was it before or after he dated Jen? Because maybe Jen talked some sense in him. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but anyhow. interesting. Anyhow, okay. What else you got there, Mike? Called it one major restructuring effort and 800 layoff employees later. Warner Media has released news regarding the DC Universe. DC Chief Crete. No, sorry. DC Chief Creative Officer Jim Lee revealed that the streaming service will be losing all of its original content to HBO Max. Quote, mm. the original content that is on DCU is migrating to HBO Max. Truthfully, that's the best platform for that content. The amount of content you get, not just DC, but generally from Warner Media, is huge. End quote. Lee did point out that even without the original content, fans will still have access to the DC Comics backlist content of around 25,000 titles. No more news on DC Universe's format or pricing has been given, but this change comes a month after the service stopped offering yearly subscriptions. <laughs> right. <laughs> let, me, let me make this announcement. Dear Troy, thanks for your service. We appreciated it. Dear anybody else in the, in the Meanwhile 22 Pages Later universe, if you have a subscription to HBO, HBO Max, let us know because we haven't got it yet. Yeah, <laughs> for yourself. I wow. got it for free. That's right, that tech over there. <laughs> oh, that's right. We'll, we'll talk later. Wow, okay. <laughs> yeah, oh, I, I told you. I'm like, this is not long-lived, and th that service right. is going to go away. There's no way. And, and it was so fan-friendly. I mean, yeah. I don't mean to cut you off. Just, it was so, I mean, I'm so disappointed because I didn't think of it much of it when it came out. Then loved it when I got it, when it got into, like, it was doing Titans and, and Doom Patrol. When, when it started rolling out every single show, you're like, okay, I could do this. Mm -hmm. And then now you're like, now it's all going to Max? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well, they were well, like, and catfished. Right. <laughs> <laughs> all, all right, right. Mike. What else we got? Last but not least, 
For all you supernatural fans wondering what you'll do without your daily dose of Dean Winchester, Mm -hmm. the answer is simple. Mm -hmm. Tune into the CW on October 8th to begin the last of the seven episodes of the series finale, which concludes on November 19th. But Mm -hmm. what will you do for about Dean after that? Well, you can just wait a bit for The Boys Season 3, which reunites Jensen Ackles with Supernatural creator Eric Kripke. Ackles will play Soldier Boy, the very first superhero in The Boys' mythos. And yeah, I know The Boys Season 2 won't air until September 4th, but Amazon has already greenlit a third season. I was about to say, like, Season 3? Oh, wow, they already greenlit it. Yeah. Wow. It's just so weird to hear you say Supernatural series finale. It should have been for years ago, but... The fact that no. you're saying it, like it's like The Simpsons. No. When somebody talks about the Simpsons series finale, I'll fucking have a heart attack because it'll probably be well beyond my <laughs> dying shit. But wow. And how many seasons was Supernatural? Uh, this is the 1500. 600. <laughs> it's the 15th season, which is the longest. Uh, it's the longest, I think, sci-fi, I think sci-fi uh, show in North America. Okay. In North America. Yeah. Doctor Who would probably take that, though. Well, it's really weird. Doctor, that, well, yeah. well, Doctor Who wins it, but not really. Like, I mean, it's really weird. Doctor Who's been around for over 50 years, but it hasn't been on for 50 years. Um, I got what you're saying, Mike. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, I think even still, it has more uh, more seasons than uh, than Supernatural, nonetheless, anyhow. Yeah, but not, mo- not more episodes, probably. Because yeah, Supernatural probably, probably yeah. has about 20 something episodes where. Yeah, they usually Doctor do. Was that 10 or 12 or something like yeah, that? Yeah, 8, 10. But I don't know in the old days, though, how many they had. Well, well you know, you only have four channels, so fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> what are we going to do? I watch a rerun. That's all you can do. No, they didn't even have reruns <laughs> at that time. True. So that's all your quick news, Mike? That is it. All right. And I didn't interrupt you this like like last show. Where I was like, not yeah, and you're like, time. I'm not done, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ralph, any quick news? Um, No. I do have a question, though. Go for it. Is it a quick question? No, it's not. Uh, it was so quick, it left my mind. All right, wow. back to you, Cap. <laughs> wow, that that was quick. It was wow. it was the loneliest question in his brain right now. <laughs> Where is everyone? Everyone, everyone, everyone. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. I've got no quick news either, so let's let's dive into it. So let's talk about what we're here to talk about today. Today we're here to talk about Star Girl episodes four through thirteen, and with a synopsis is a guy that always keeps his mouth moving. His lovers love him. MFG Mike the Finance Guy, there you go. (laughs) There aren't any. Anyway, (laughs) Stargirl is a superhero drama that premiered on the DC Universe streaming service on May 18th. The series' second season will air on the CW and join the rest of the Arrowverse shows, as hinted at in the crossover event Crisis on Infinite Earths. Uh, Stargirl's alter ego, Courtney Whitmore, was created by Jeff Johns and Lee Motor and first appeared in Stars and Stripe number zero in July of 1999, where she originally took the codename Star Spangled Kids. Stargirl was created uh, by Jeff Johns and David S. Goyer and first appeared in JSA All-Stars number four in October of 2003. Inspiration for the character was Jeff Johns' sister, Courtney, who died in the explosion of the TWA Flight 800 in 1996. Stargirl has a Rotten Tomatoes rating of 92% and an audience score of 81%. And Metacritic has a score of 68 out of 100 with an audience of 78 out of 100. Interesting thing, though, is both services show a small increase in the critic score and a small decrease in the audience score from really? the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, interesting. Well, we'll, we'll right. get to that, obviously. Yeah. All righty. Synopsis. Previously on Star- Stargirl, Synopsis, Episodes 1 through 3. 
A tight-bodied 15-year-old girl straddles a long, thick, throbbing rod to make her dead dad proud. You make that's pretty much. Yeah, that's pretty much all you need to know about that. But now, Courtney Whitmore has given out the powers and secrets of the deceased JSA members willy-nilly to a bunch of murderous, angry, and pathetically lonely high school students she barely knows in order to fight the villainy of the ISA. Having never been seen even honing the skill of paying attention, let alone honing their super abilities, the new Wildcat, Hourman, and Dr. Midnight somehow skip a lot of school and are overlooked by their parents as they battle the forces of evil and that Colonel Sanders wannabe guy. <laughs> led by the, the never-seen-cracking-open-a-book-to-study Stargirl, whose previous tactical training was backflipping on a balance beam, the teens are somehow not maimed, killed, or laughed at by the very villains that quickly and easily dispatched the original JSA 10 years prior. Part young teen dramedy, part teens I'm sorry, disemboweling mindless henchmen with a super spear and claws, part ignoring your own kid in favor of your stepdaughter, part it's okay to ignore the trauma teenagers will have for killing people. The villainy of abolishing all forms of discrimination, free health care, fighting global warming, and turning to alternative energy sources never seems so confusing. It's a series that often misses with a wild swing, but when it connects, it's a home run. All right, it's starring... Oh, God, it's one of those group shows. Here we go. Hey, here we go. <laughs> it's starring Breck Passenger as Stargirl, Luke Wilson as uh, Pat Dugan, Yvette Monreal, Monreal as Yolanda Montez, uh, Angelica Washington as Beth Chappell, Cameron Gelman as Rick Tyler, uh, Meg DeLacy as Cindy Berman, Amy Smart as Barbara Whitmore, Trey Romano as Mike Dugan, what the hell? Christopher James Baker as Henry, Jane, uh, Henry King Sr., Jake Austin Walker as Henry King Jr., Neil Jackson as Jordan Maquette, uh, Hunter Sanson as Cameron Maquette, Joy Osmansky as Paula Brooks, Neil Hopkins as Crusher Croc, Eric Goins as Stephen Sharp, Nelson Lee as Dr. Ito, Hina Khan as Principal Anaya Bowen, and Joel McHale as Sylvester Pemberton. All right. So let's get into it. Let's talk about Stargirl. I already by the synopsis. I see me and Mike fighting already. I love you, Mike. We're going to fight. Um, but before I doubt we start, it. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> but before we get into it, let's press the spoiler button and use that thing that we paid so much money for. Billions. Billions. Warning, the following segment contains information that may ruin your enjoyment of the media in review. So if you believe this might upset you, piss off, you wanker. I got nothing smart to say today. So today, <laughs> we're just here to remind you that that spoiler warning was brought to you by Steve Francis of Stush Productions. Stush! Oh my God, is that Stush? <laughs> <laughs> That was really good, Mike. <laughs> All right, so let's get into Wait, it. That was Stargirl. Mark. I thought that was Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> let's get into it, Stargirl. All right, and Stargirl episodes four through 13. So we've talked about the first three episodes. And I know Mike kind of gave a, a premonition about gathering the team. Because I remember when we left the episode three, um, Stargirl was, you know, had decided she's going to grab the relics or the... Um, all the all the um the, the weapons that the she power has. items the power items I was trying to find like a, a, a catchphrase yeah. word for it um fuck it and you know she was gonna get everybody Mike goes oh my god this looks like it's gonna be really bad was it as bad as Mike said it was in regards to rallying the troops and getting everybody to come together it was worse no <laughs> no that How part so? was horrible How so and then oh my, hey I saw you boxing. 
you want to be Wildcat? Hmm. Well, I'm really angry, and I could just kill, kill that guy for what he did. So you want this suit that makes you even more dangerous? Here you go. <laughs> and in that same episode, she almost kills the guy. And yep. she tells her, I wanted to kill him. So you can keep the suit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. Our uh -huh. man. Oh, I can bunch a bunch, uh, kill a bunch of people. Now that I know I've got super strength, I just want to punch and kill a bunch of people. <laughs> you know? I'm like, oh. The only person was pathetically lonely Dr. Midnight. Poor she, leave Dr. Midnight, poor thing. I love her, <laughs> but she's so dead. I'm like, that's, that's so sad. She's such a sad <laughs> But I love her. <laughs> but anyhow, that was my feeling of that whole thing. What did you think? Okay. Of? Yeah, what did you think, Ralphie boy? Well, let's just say I enjoyed it. Of course. Well, of that, course. That, that went without saying. <laughs> Could you say why? <laughs> that, that would be helpful. Why? I mean, I just, I thought it was interesting. Like, obviously, it's, it's very cliche the way that they chose the, the people who were going to... Um, be taking up the mantle of the old JSA. Um, I mean, the, the, the obvious one is, is uh, Rex Tyler's son. You know, his is the only one that would have made it work. Yeah, right. Um, but Yolanda, like once once you saw that she was a boxer, you're like, oh, Wildcat was a boxer. Yolanda's a boxer. Okay, yeah, sure. Yeah, it works. Um, could it have been better? Sure. Was it bad? No, I didn't think so. I enjoyed. I'll say this. I enjoyed yeah. the interactions that they had with each other, and, and just just to see, like the, because when they first start, there's like no teamwork, there's no leadership, no nothing. But then as as the show progresses, you see there's again, almost no leadership, it, no teamwork, and no nothing. <laughs> but it gets a little bit better. So yeah, it's like, but, yeah. I think it does. but 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 I think if there would have been leadership and teamwork from from jump, it would have felt a little bit non-organic i mean you're talking about you know a bunch of people that have nothing to do with each other and i agree with mike where it's like well why would you choose these people but let me flip, play the flip side of the point if i know nobody at the school and all the people i know are the people in this table yeah it's not a great choice but who else am i going to choose from am i going to choose um um cindy who was fucking you know bullying me before ms mean girl 2.0 i'm gonna choose her so you know i, I was as as much as like okay it's a little too convenient and you know um Things came off a little bit too, you know, um, ham-fisted. I still enjoyed it because a lot of those characters need growth. Like Tyler, like like Mr. Tyler, you know, needs, you know, like to, to fucking hone it in because he's he's still angry. And he doesn't know how to freaking, he doesn't have social skills. And poor, poor Dr. Midnight. <laughs> I swear to God. She, 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 she's that friend that doesn't shut up. And you love her. Be like, just shut up. Stop. The, the only thing that I had a problem with was the uh, um, the Barry Island thing, where so like I'm pretty sure at this point, at least three quarters of Central City knows that Barry Island is the Flash. Like even if they want to no acknowledge one knows. it, even if they want to acknowledge it, at least like three quarters of the city knows who, who's the Flash, right? These kids were like talking, pretty much like screaming at each other. Oh, you know. You gotta give me back the suit. I'm not gonna give you back the suit. Yeah, but they, but they weren't in the in the school. They were like out in the yard. No, 
They were in the cafeteria one time. They're like, yeah, they were in the cafeteria when she kind of told them that she was going to end the thing because Pat wanted the stuff back. <laughs> and then, but when you're when you're losers, they're not. I don't mean to say it like that, but when, when you're looked at as losers, are they really paying attention to your conversations? I'm pr- I'm pretty say? sure. I'm not. pretty sure there was like someone over there watching them. But and then you got like you got brainwave like, oh, how am I going to find out? Who Star Girl is? Just go to the cafeteria. You'll find that right away. It's the girl <laughs> with the curly hair that's the only one that has that same curly hair. <laughs> like, come on, you, you'll find the only girl way. hanging out with a black girl. So that's probably Doctor. Oh, <laughs> you know? Blue um, Valley has no black people. Stop. <laughs> oh, they had one. They had um, uh, um, what's her face's friend? Cindy's friend that oh, eventually right. hated her. But we yeah. know it wasn't her. <laughs> you know. But that's the other thing too. It's like okay, so. After you've gathered this ragtag, well, no, they're not even ragtag. They're, they're the loose thread group of, of, of people that you could have found. What's the next thing that at least should have happened? I'm not talking about long, drawn-out scenes. I'm talking about that we know should have happened. A hey, plan. All right. Well, a plan, but also, Pat, which he did try to do. I mean, we're saying, but I'm yeah, talking he about did, he did try to do, yeah. Let's train you guys because you will be killed. Yep. Right. Death. <laughs> who has literally no power at all besides reciting what things are okay so that never ever occurred at no point and we we saw every time they started to try to train on something either someone threw a tantrum or something broke them up i'm like they have no training <laughs> to I'll, do I'll say anything, this including courtney who suddenly became like the 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 bow the bow staff expert of the world i'm like when did you learn that. <laughs> Apparently, okay. gymnastic I, translates very well to bo, uh, to Boshido. I'll, I'll say this though: when you're dealing with teens, I mean, you know, what, what do they say when you when you sleep with dogs? Don't be surprised if you have fleas. You know, like yeah. if, when you're dealing with teen groups, I mean, they were already not really stable already, and they're teens, so right. we, you know, we kind of know this is going to come down the pike anyway. You know, yeah. I, I see what you're saying though, but and then, yeah, I mean, that was that was something that just pulled me apart. I'm like, just if you just said like. Wow, that was a rough two months of us like trying to train or something like that. At least you just get a feeling like he's he's not willingly going. Yeah, I don't really approve of this, but uh, sure, they're not my kids that'll probably die. It is what it is. <laughs> like, you know? the the, uh, the also thing like with Beth, like when when Icicle is freezing the goggles, mm-hmm. there's at least like a good five seconds where he's just standing there. Right, he's just standing there pointing, and she feels it frosting up like. I don't know, take it off and move it away or move around or something. <laughs> but, it's also, but it's like, I'm the most vicious killer of all. In fact, I've already killed a teen. Hey, I'll just freeze your goggles off. Though. Yeah. I, I'll, I'll say, <laughs> like, I didn't want her to die because I like her as a character for the most part. But it's like, wouldn't you have just frozen her head? <laughs> but doesn't that bring the drama? But doesn't that bring the drama to this series? If they were well trained and you felt like they were formidable and that they would be able to fight these other enemies, you feel like, oh, they have a chance. I think part of the tension is, okay, these guys are in over their heads, especially when you talk about um, Sportsmaster and Tigris, who, it's funny, and I'm going to get to this question later, but fuck it, I'm going to get to it now. When you look at those guys, like Micah said, these are not really good DC villains. They're fucking whack. And then when when you look at them in the series, like, Oh, they're kind of fucking cool. In and their own that, way. In their own way. But right. they seem more formidable than they would in a comic book. Right. Well, so but, they, I mean, but let's just put it this way. Again, I'm not talking about that they had to be the elite ninja squad. I'm talking about just some idea that, like, they remotely <laughs> trained. Like, let's put it this way. 
if I came over to your house right now, hey, here's a pair of goggles that'll give you a lot of knowledge of things you look at. And by the way, here's this highly skilled, murderous ninja trained guy with a lot of weaponry. Okay, he's your partner to play with. Goodbye. <laughs> I say, I mean, <laughs> you see, you see me strap on the goggles, and I'd be like, I got this. The, the, all, the go- all the goggles would be saying to you at this point is, okay, that's a hockey puck made out of metal. That's going to crush your face. And that bat, he's going to kill you with that. And that thing over there, he's going to shoot you. That's all the thing would be saying at this point. You are not going to live. It would you just know? say run, run, yeah. run, run. Let me fast forward a little bit. Because we talked about the group coming together. And, and you know, we, we're starting to get the idea of this new JSA. And obviously we find out more about you know, where everybody's at. This is a Berlantiism that Ralph kind of alluded to. Um, are you glad or disappointed that Courtney told, or Courtney and Pat told Barbara about what's going on? Because that seems to be a Berlantiism. Nobody knows, and then everybody knows. Like, there's no, like, Lois Lane shit going on. Oh, I'm sorry, Lois Lane pre-90s. Because, you know... Now mm-hmm. Lois Lane knows Superman is Clark Kent, but back in the day, because she, she no got fuck. her vision checked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, wasn't um, wasn't one of the things that they, that Superman had like some sort of like super hypnosis? Yeah. He, oh, yeah. he super hypnotizes everybody. Yeah, yeah. From, that season from the front. That's a yet another one of his powers. Right. Um, now I had no problem with that. I, in fact, I got mad that it took as long as it did. I'm not saying it had to be like right away. I get every I every superhero story is different, but. You can't tell yourself I'm I'm even remotely a caring or responsible adult and not bring this up sooner. Like I said, it didn't have to be day one, but sooner to the mother. Um, it was the same thing. Like, remember when Flash uh, series first came out? Um, I said I was so happy that in, by the end of episode one, Barry revealed to Joe that he was a Flash. Because I did right. not feel like the whole, like, we got to hide, we got to hide, we got to hide. Like, it just gets old really fast. But do you feel the opposite could happen? Like now with all these Berlanti series, I'm going to tell them, I'm going to tell them, I'm going to tell them. It's the opposite now. I feel like now, you know, it's like, I I kind of, you know, like, I see what you're saying, Mike. Like, that's the trope. The trope is hide who you are, Aunt May. Hide who, you know what I'm saying? Like, you always do, you know, they always do that. But now it's the opposite with these shows. It's like, well, now I'm going to tell everybody who I am. Well, guess nobody's keeping a fucking secret. (laughs) Well, I mean, well, again, the secret is to the outside world. (laughs) Yeah, but but who are you telling? Are you about to say, Ralph? Well, I was going to say, if they do, if Berlanti does a Batman show, then it'll just be, oh, Bruce Wayne. Oh, hey, Batman. What's going on? How, well, that's, how that's that known fight as with Batman the from ni- That's Batman from 1988 where he couldn't keep his mouth shut. <laughs> <laughs> Batman. Um, yeah. No, um, see, my thing, though, is that I think what Berlanti goes with is we're not talking, when I say realism, I don't right. obviously mean realism. But what he's going with is this, especially, especially with a teenager. It's like, at what point is she going to be like, Where's my daughter? Why is my daughter coming back bruised constantly? <laughs> you know, also, you're hanging around my hot 15 year old daughter a lot. Well, I was- mean, to the, to the point there, there was a lot of that in the episode where I'm like, you know, I'm not trying to be that guy, but they've only been uh, married for a couple of years. I'm like, he's hanging around and they're whispering and keeping secrets. That I'll is say, a lot of cause for suspicion. Uh, <laughs> you know, I don't know. I, I see what you're saying. I just, I just feel it like it really is. <laughs> I'll, say, I'll say this though, as somebody who's, you know, like, I mean, watch parents go through that shit. When you're, when your kids and your and your new whatever 
don't get along because they weren't getting along in the beginning. Remember, you know, Pat and Courtney weren't getting along in the beginning. And mm-hmm. to watch them get along, you lean towards, oh my God, things are working out. Right. You don't lean that way until like, you know, like- Until oh, they're man. going down into the basement all the time and whispering secrets to each other. Yeah, and but he's Barbara's working bringing all the her time. home And he's bringing her home <laughs> at weird times and making up excuses for her. Yeah, there's a lot of questions that are going. Oh, and even the son is noticing that you spend a lot of time with your stepdaughter, which means he's spending all the time with the stepmom, who's probably wondering where his where her daughter is. Oh, yeah. she's her husband. <laughs> you know? I, 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 I didn't see it that way. At Again, all. it's not that it had to be that. It's just that like there's just a point where what are you? You know, you're keeping mom in the dark. Why? <laughs> you know. Well, I mean, I, I'll say this. I mean, oh, sorry, Rob. Go ahead. Well, I was just going to say that, like, she was kept in the dark, but then once she was told, right, she was a little bit moody for, like, an episode. And then once she sees her fight, she's like, oh, shit. Okay. Yeah, okay. I approve now. It's really funny. I actually, I liked her initial reaction, and I accepted her second reaction because you have to move the story along. I'm like, you're still not going to be that happy seeing your daughter almost gutted by some wild woman that just broke in your house. You'll be impressed to a point, but you're not going to be like, I get it now. It's like... I'm happy you can defend yourself, but I'm still not going to be like, hey, go out. Almost get killed every night, you know. <laughs> Plus, you're not studying. <laughs> um, but her first reaction, I was I was impressed that they actually did when she was just like, get out of my house to Pat. Mm. It wasn't even just like, we're mad or you're sitting on the sofa. She was like, get out of my house. Yeah. Like, you know, I mean, obviously you knew things were, were going to improve, but I liked but that first reaction. I liked it that too because reaction, it was know? real. It felt like, the, you know, it, it did multiple things. You build tension. It, it made sense. You know, in regards to if you were the parent, would you know how would you react? It just did multiple things, and it worked well for the show. Like I yeah. felt that. I mean, I felt that honestly. Um, do you feel? It might oh, but, but, I'm sorry, but by the way, uh-huh. though, but, so like, remember, we're only focusing on the character that we're focusing on because that's the focus of the show. What about Yolanda's parents, the ones oh. that have strictly forbidden her to even leave the house when she's supposed? She's constantly not there. Yeah, they dropped. Yeah, they dropped the. You know, they there. dropped the ball. They dropped the ball on that one. They dropped her entire backstory. Like that's one thing. Like, that's one of the whatever. flaws. And and Beth, her parents were kind of like, "You're up our ass <laughs> about everything." But then they started to miss her when, like, she was like, "They're like, oh, you didn't make dinner, <laughs> you know." But now yeah. she's again. She's just gone. <laughs> like they're but not Beth, concerned. <laughs> but Beth, I can see them being like. Oh my God, she's gone. She got friends. Thank God. Which they Yolanda. don't know anything about. Again, she, they don't know she has friends. She just is gone <laughs> because it's they don't go. Everything's perfect. <laughs> yeah, but again, if you are that kind of parents that have accepted this of her behavior, isn't that? I mean, come on. As a parent, you don't think that that's a call sign? Like our daughter's now gone all the time, and we don't know where she is. Well, she doesn't smell like she doesn't smell like freaking weed and and anything else. She looks okay. Her grades are up. Okay. <laughs> well, that's, that's the other thing. The, but that's the other thing too. They're they're doing stuff in the middle of school day, right? Remember yeah. every every time Cindy was coming home, she was coming home from school. <laughs> they they were already out and around, and I'm like, so I don't care if Beth's grades are up. Absenteeism. This is a girl that probably never missed a day in her life. Aren't her teachers like we don't know where your daughter is either? By the way, <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like like this is like and again. These are things that can be addressed, but they just didn't address them at all. They right. just dropped it. I mean, like like uh, um, Rick's uh, uh, guardian, he wouldn't give a damn wherever Rick went. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know, like he. But I mean, I'm like Beth. Like I said, no matter how up there, like she was as a kid, 
you're right. going to now wonder where your kid, where your kid is, yeah. you know, stuff like that. It was just one of those things that kind of bothered me. I know that they were just focusing on the story, but I'm like, you could have thrown in a just a few cursory scenes and like explained it, like like Cutting, just show the lines of saying like, you know what, I I I'm not doing what you said. I'm not staying in. Mike, I'll see you when cut, I see you. Cut, cutting room floor. If they had 15 episodes, I guarantee you there's a couple episodes of those in them. I would hope. You know, I, I I like Berlanti. I mean, like you do, of course. You know, I feel like Berlanti covers that stuff really, really well. Um, how did you feel about the inclusion of The Shining Knight, a.k.a. Justin the Janitor? <laughs> I like Justin. Yeah. He was, he, he, I enjoyed him. He, he brought a, a, a good bit of comedy mm -hmm. at the right time when you needed it to sort of lighten the mood a little bit. But he was also... It was it was a bit sad to see what they'd done to him, it's like to see this this mm -hmm. guy who was like, who was a, a, an established hero, to have lost his mind that way. But then mm -hmm. how they help him find his way back is, is also right. a good. Thing. Or even like Pat said, he goes like like when they were just like when he was cowering and crying after he first almost attacked Pat, and they were like you know what's going on? He's like who's this guy? And he's like he's the strongest man I've ever known, yeah. <laughs> you know. And that yeah. was a really good scene. And also like. Um, I really felt for him um, as a character too, because he lost everything, everything. We're not, I mean, yes. you know, he's not just some guy that took up the name, the shiny knight. He was already displaced in time. So he had already lost all of his, his loved ones as it was to lose now his, his other family. Right. You know, and his mind for the most part, it's like, wow, right. this guy has truly, truly suffered. You know, I thought he was, it's funny because they show him poking around the first couple of episodes, you know, the janitor who looks kind of like home. I thought he was going to be the original Starman. For some oh, reason. okay. I thought maybe they were going to do a misdirect and say, well, you know, he wasn't killed. He was, and we'll get to that later. Um, right. You know, he, he, he wasn't killed. Something happened and now he lost his memory and now he's the janitor. I thought they were going to do that. When he came out as the Shining Man, I'm like, oh, I thought I was onto yeah. something. I, I was, I mean, granted, I'm glad they didn't do it, but I was, at, part of me was always hoping that like, once he fully got his memory back, I was hoping that he'd be like to see him in his like gold uh, chain mail and just be like, like, like he's gotten his like strength back, you know, and yeah. then he could leave off. I was hoping for that. But at the same time, yeah. I mean, but I, like, I like that. I like the drama of him not, you know. Yeah. Also, he would have looked like um, Ares and Wonder Woman in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they also couldn't afford uh, any more special effects for the uh, right uh, for, for his um for his flying horse. Well, fuck it. You, yeah, that. Well, when you make Grodd, which we'll get to later, when you do Grodd, I'm like, yo, how much budget you guys have? <laughs> Not enough. <laughs> Not enough, basically. Um, how did you guys feel about the addition of Doctor Ito and you know, um, all those you know the uh, those underground characters? I feel like it made it a little more interesting. Not to say that the the um was it the Injustice Society mm -hmm. or whatever, whatever. You know, right. like they were all right. You know, but what, to add that element to it made it a lot more, um, I don't know, like it felt more formidable and like... Well, they um, added the actual Injustice Society is what they did, good or bad, and a lot of it's bad. They actually yeah. just added the actual Injustice Society, um, and so that made them all. Um, it's like a lot of the stuff in the show, which like I said, I, I enjoyed the show, especially after the first three episodes. I really enjoyed the show a lot, but like I said in my synopsis, they have... For me a lot of wild misses not just misses they have a lot of wild misses but when they connect they really do a good job connecting dr ito they had such a build-up because i mean you're just like there is something frightening about this guy mm -hmm. yeah and then it's like and you're not very impressive at all <laughs> like yeah. like you know unfortunately it was just like and you're down 
<laughs> you know, I'm so a it, big. It was, it was yeah. just a lot of that that just bothered me with the show. I agree. I mean, I, I'm a big GI Joe fan. I mean, for those who don't know, Cap loves GI Joe. And Wait, what I, you like GI Joe? Yeah, but GI Joe. Here's what I mean. Like Cobra Commander is for me one of the best. Like if you talk about top twenty villains of the '80s, he's in the top five. You know, it's because, my scary voice that gets everybody. I love. But, but remember, he so actually Skeletor's up there too. Um, but his silver plate mask was one thing, but the hood. Yeah. Always, think, yeah. you know, makes it look. The hood was the best. The hood was the best, and I th- wanted more from Doctor Edo. I'm like, and what did they do? <laughs> you get the red so eyes when he blinks. Right. I mean, you knew that he was. I mean, he was the Dragon King anyhow. So you knew there was something reptilian, and you could see where his blinking eyes. But like, I'm like, again, you're CGI, but not even CGI. Your makeup budget. I'm like, you had one reveal of his face, and that was it. Yeah. To the point of like, like to the point. It's not even like, and it's not even like his face caused some type of reaction which you almost expected it would when he remember he says to his daughter and she's disobeying he's like don't make me take off my hood right she then shuts up and it's like oh okay i mean we all kind of figure he looks like a lizard but we're i mean you know now you're thinking okay maybe it's so hideous or it's it's something about his features that do something else and it's like oh you seen his face before just kind of looks like a lizard i I don't know what to tell you right (laughs) you know Sucks to be you. So yeah, it was one of, the, it was one of those windups. It was like, and he missed. <laughs> you know? I, right. I would have loved to have seen it be like, you know, like in like in the cartoons where like they they take off a mask or a hood and like the face just seems like way oversized for what it was containing. Oh god, yeah, that yeah. would have been great. Like, it was just, <laughs> like the snout just comes out extra long and he has like that like that long serpentine right. tongue, just like coming out you just know? anything you know well, i mean it, it just seemed like a lot of what they were doing was they were giving us the build-up of the isa and some of them were truly dangerous characters but mm-hmm. also at the same time as we saw it's like and we're pretty much just clearing the screen it almost felt like yeah we're gonna have a bunch of teens fighting and or killing a bunch of adults yep. but that's not where we want to go <laughs> you know into the you, future you know what you're probably gonna like? have them fighting people They're around like, their age you know, so they're like, is Runaways doing this? No, Runaways not doing it. I, I'm looking <laughs> no, at they're, the, they're done. <laughs> I'm looking at the picture of Dragon King, and mm-hmm. he looks just like one of the characters in one of the episodes of Doctor Who. Yeah, I'm saying like it's nothing more. You know, I don't know. I don't know what they were what they were trying to go for that, but um, but like it was also very interesting the way that they just dismissed their own members, like in the show. You're like, yeah, you just killing your own members and like you're kind of defeating like from i think from a from a, a viewer point of view you're like well i want to see what the wizard would bring to a fight oh i guess i won't <laughs> right and, yeah all, and, and although playing a violin is not my most interesting choice from a fight weapon i wonder what she'll oh she's killed too mm-hmm. <laughs> you know like i'm like right. oh <laughs> so i guess our big strategy that we left with is the gambler a guy that has a gun that comes out of his sleeve and he just is really pompous. Apparently, he's <laughs> I, good guess with I guess your I guess your special effects budget could really handle that. You know, wow, the gambler. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, what I was gonna say was, um, because I, it's funny because when you look at all the villains and how they stack them up, um, I want to go back to one of the villains that was prominent was obviously Icicle, and they mm-hmm. they kept going back to the whole idea of Icicle being into Barbara. 
you know, right. like 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 what like pawning over a fawning over, not pawning. Oh. Both words apply. Um, did you feel like that particular um, choice to make him so like kind of enamored with him? Did it make him creepier, or did it humanize him? And did it work for the character? Huh, that's a good question. So, I try on, to do that on the creepy. Well, you should try harder sometimes. On on the. Thank you for saying that. <laughs> Listen, Mike, we're on the same wavelength. Yeah. Answer the fucking questions, not geeks on the go. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> so on on the creepy factor, it's a little bit creepy. Like, a little. I mean, because like. Okay, sure. The the man lost his wife and then he looks at her and he sees he sees his wife in her. That's that's what we're led to believe, which is why he's like attracted to her in, in essence. Granted Amy mm-hmm. Smart is hot, you know. Doesn't hurt. Right. Um so creepy a little bit, humanizing a little bit too because we we're throughout this whole series we we're, we're we're meant to believe that he's doing this because he wants to create a better world. But forcefully, so right. So we see this, this uh, uh, attraction to her. It's, it's him trying to regain what he's lost, and what's more human than that, right? Uh, okay. What was the third thing? And, uh, and um, did it work for his character? I guess until the point where he got, you know, he became little icicles. <laughs> Spoilers. Okay. <laughs> See, for me, like, I never found his behavior creepy because this is just a typical boss that thinks his worker is attractive. I mean, you know, I mean, it's it's a dick move to be attracted to what you know is a married woman. Um, but I mean, I didn't find it creepy. Right. But, but I'm saying, but that's not creepy. That's just a dick. You know. I mean, um, when, when they were, but uh, but now when they were away, you know, they had separate rooms. So I mean, you know. Yeah. That's what I'm saying, and like he wasn't even being aggressive. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, I didn't find it creepy because because then she didn't even recognize that he was hitting on her because he wasn't doing anything overt. You know, he, right. he was he actually, being, no he was actually being very respectful of the fact that she was married. It's just that he knew I'm going to kill your husband. <laughs> like you know, like so he's right. like, I can be patient. You know, she'll be a grieving widow pretty soon, or at least she'll be a mindless thing that'll just listen to me. You know, so I didn't find that creepy. Um, okay. As far as humanizing, sure, because I mean, it shows that he still has at least what we see the capability to care about someone at least we think he does but then that's right. the only problem and again i know that they were only dealing with 13 episodes but then it was just such an immediate about face right <laughs> it wasn't even like 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 i mean you it, it, almost you kind of expected like maybe brainwave and icicle were gonna have to like have words or like a little a little power pout fight over like the fact that he didn't want her dead you know i you know icicle didn't want her dead or something like that but he was just like yeah, kill the whole family. You're like, oh, I guess the affair is over. <laughs> you know, so I thought that was a little bit too abrupt. But I think that was I, them trying to work in their time frame. Again, they should, but they knew that their time frame was, so they should have worked it better. It was once once he saw that she looked up Starman that he said that. Right, but was, that made no sense though. But that made no sense that that was the thing. That that was the whole thing. It was just, the catalyst it from like, yeah. But I mean, it wasn't even a cat. It was like that was it. <laughs> Well, I, this wasn't the beginning of anything. This was just, it was all of it. Well, I, I, right. so I, I just thought that was too much. I know someone who could explain it to you. Ralph explains it all. You're welcome. So, I don't isn't know that guy in jail? Right. Isn't he in jail? <laughs> I, I escaped. No jail could hold me. So, so the reason. <laughs> they released him. 
get out. <laughs> You're annoying us. Get the fuck out. Escape. <laughs> Released be- due to annoyance. This the prisoners the are complaining about you. <laughs> so the reason why Icicle um, did that big switch was because he has this inferiority complex when it comes to Starman. Starman was beating him all the time. And once he thought that he finally killed Starman and now you got this star girl coming back, rubbing shit in his face. He's like, fuck this shit. I can't deal with it anymore. So once, once he saw the Starman on the screen... He's like, no, she's looking up to Starman too. What the fuck? So now I got to kill the bitch. That's what he was thinking. So yeah. this has been Ralph Explains It All. You're welcome. That guy is uh, such a breath of fresh air. All I got to say is um, that should be a bumper sticker. I should just kill the bitch. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I don't know not if that really. guy's a breath of fresh air or just more like the wind from your trousers. Right? <laughs> this is not the same thing. Before we start talking about the double episode finale, let's let me ask you about this. Did you th- what did you think about the whole Brainwave Jr. weaving him into the um to the plot? Because you're like, okay, yeah, you know, he's the son of Brainwave, blah, blah, blah. He's got powers, blah, blah, blah. But then you his you dad know, tried to murder me and he seems really weird and he's really creepy. Well, let's get him to join the team. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you, Courtney? They're teenagers, Mike. They're teenagers. No, I was not that dumb of a teenager. Most of us You're... aren't that dumb of a teenager. <laughs> I, I work with teenagers. They're pretty dumb. And I don't want to say all of them, but they, they, there's some decisions like, oh, I'm so proud of you, Amy. Then you're like, Amy, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> How many of them are like, hey, your father is a murderous, homicidal beast that just tried to kill me and threatened to kill my entire family? You seem a little bit unhinged, too. Let's hang out all the time. Or the other, or, or let's go from the other perspective. <laughs> oh, my God, you have so much power. If I'm so nice to you, we can have you join us and you won't fuck with us. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> but, you already all, but you already seem unhinged. <laughs> you know? Hey. Like you cannot. You, well, go ahead, my, go ahead, Like King Arthur said in the Guy Ritchie film, uh, "Legend of the Sword," which nobody saw, which I have seen multiple times. Nobody saw. Why make enemies when you can make friends? There you go. That explains I, you know, it all. I, I, I'll agree with that. I mean, I can see. Okay, the wait a minute. Of- Why make crazy friends when you can just make salsa? Mike, Mike, if you're not making salsa, I don't want to hear you say that quote. Unless you're saying, hey guys, I'm making salsa and I got chips. Come over. I don't want to hear that quote. I'm I'm in the car. I'll pick you up, Cap. (laughs) Done. Done. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So let's, I mean, because what was interesting is that, and obviously we're beyond the point of spoilers, when they killed Brainwave um, Jr., I remember watching that episode with my mother. My, I was watching it, and she was like, um, she came over to the house for something, and I'm watching Star Girl. And watching her get interested in a show that I like is always interesting. Oh, like the rocks fall on him? She's like, that's got to hurt. Right. <laughs> and in my head, I'm like, maybe ah. he's alive. Oh, no, he's dead. <laughs> oh, no, I mean, he's they could have done the whole, well, they could have done the whole, like, you know, telekinetically shielded themselves if they wanted to. Um, and probably always could if they really had to. Um, yeah. What I, I didn't mind the fact that he, that his father killed him. In fact, I knew his father killed the wife. So I was just waiting for that big reveal, which mm-hmm. they took their time on. But I'm like, oh no, you you killed the wife. Um, <laughs> I was fine with that. What I didn't like was the episode later, huh? Yeah, my power has increased since I killed my son. 
really? Because because powers work like that. Like yeah, you never mentioned it before. Like like why would it work? Did, like wait, that? You're did, not didn't he mention that? Didn't he mention that in the in the episode when he killed him, saying that he absorbed his powers? I could have sworn he I mentioned it was that, in like, that episode, or if it wasn't because the next episode, but whichever whichever one. But it was because he was talking to Ito and about how it would it would work. But I'm, my right. whole point though is that that's how that how works. It's work. not like you're sharing. You're not sharing a power source. It's just eats your own brain. You know, like. So it's it's also so here's here's the here's the weird thing. So, Doctor Midnight, um, tells Beth and that there was a surge of energy and that he believes that brainwave is stronger because he absorbed the uh, the stuff the his, right. his son's okay. powers. And then also, brainwave tells um, Ito. Ito, I think I could do it now more because I I feel stronger after killing my son. I feel I, I right. absorbed his powers. Yeah. I was like, but either way, it's not an explanation. You're like, yeah, it's just not. Oh, okay. Yeah, apparently, that's that how works. psychic powers I, I, work. I, I, between I wonder if that kid will now play like the violin even better now that his mother is dead. I, I don't know if that how, <laughs> that, how that works. <laughs> like, well, he, played, like, I, I, he played the tuba. He played the tuba. No, but I'm just saying. But now that she's dead, I, I guess he'll just be this, I can this play violin, violin and the tuba. Also, I guess you know. It's, it's <laughs> hey, maybe he'll you know like he'll play the 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 tuba lin. I don't know the tuba lin. <laughs> when, when uh when brainwave tells his son um that he was the one who killed his wife obviously saw that coming what i had hoped for was that brainwave jr was gonna have like a some sort of, of energy yeah just like a big surge like yeah. fuck you dad and just like boom and, and yeah. shoot him across the hall or something i think like that, i you know? think in that though um Ber- berlansky whoever was writing i won't say it's berlansky per se but um i think they intentionally played against the trope because I think yep. everyone is absolutely I mean, expecting that that's going to be the anger that's going to like triple his power, you know. And here's what I'll say: I think also Berlanti played against the trope because he said, "You know what? You kill one more person, you ain't gonna expect that." The kid in the bridge, yeah, he, he dies. Yeah, the wizard, he dies. But you know, Brainwave Junior, you you, you right. you're like, okay, maybe he's hurt. No, he's dead. He's dead. Yeah, that boy dead. But I liked it because it, you you that made you feel like. Oh shit! They killed him too. It's that whole Walking Dead thing where you're like, mm-hmm. oh, not that anybody can die, but okay, now people can get killed, and it it, it builds the tension for the finale. Yeah. So when so, you right. have people going to war, you're like, wow, one of our heroes could die, yeah, or maybe right. Barbara could die, or, or or Pat could die, and I, and I like that. Or leave the possibility of, oh, I survived, and I've just been pretending to be one of Ido's men for so long. Oh wait. It's not me. I'm actually brainwave using my never talked about before telepathic abilities to to like create change, illusions. Yeah, to create an illusion in your mind. Yeah, to trick you He's to think that abilities. I'm someone else. He's got a lot of well, abilities. Well, there was a lot of but things I, in that in that double. I'm sorry, Mike. Go ahead. I'm sorry, bro. Well, I wanted to bring back before we get to the double episode. So in the fight, I mean, in the episode where Brainwave Junior dies. Um, there was a big battle with, uh, you know, Stargirl, uh, Wildcat, Our Man, and uh, the Ido's mindless goons, and and some of the the, the, um, the villains that were down there, and that was our first major battle that they've had as most of a team, because Beth doesn't count. Like one thing they're at least been smart enough is they don't put um, Beth in the fighting things because she has no reason to be able to handle herself in a fight, because um, because the only thing that the, the goggles would be saying is. It's gonna hurt. 
It's gonna hurt. It's gonna hurt. <laughs> run, Beth. Run. <laughs> Why are you there, Beth? <laughs> Why didn't you roll with the punch? Have you never read an X Men comic? Oh um, my God. Oh, Captain said, America. He'll probably make, use those feet bet. like your ancestors did. Damn. Oh, I went there. Wow. I went there. But, but in that fight, though, like I said, this was the first major fight they had, and it was also because, like I said, this show. It goes from like, hey, I'm young teen. And then she goes, remember, they're going there to do two things. Get back Brainwave, who they thought was kind of lost his memory and not a bad guy. Um, so they're trying to get him back from Dr. Ito. And they're there to get her staff. Yes. Right. So she's fighting without her staff. So first of all, once again, when did she learn the fight? We don't know. And she's because she's kicking ass. Um, but then she takes a spear off the wall. And all you hear, you see it on camera, but you hear it off camera is this of her cutting flesh. I'm like, you're a teenage girl that has, as far as we know, never been in a fight. Okay. You've never been taught to fight. You are happily jabbing. Cause she's, when you saw her jab, the pointy end of the spear, she, you hear her, you see her swing it and you would hear the slicing of flesh. You even at one point, there is one point when, it was like towards the end of the fight and she does a swing like this cool like around her back swing with the staff with the with the uh the right spear. yeah and you actually see a splash of blood coming from the goon's neck area okay and let alone wildcat is gouging at their intestines left and right with her claws i'm like um you have just jumped over the whole idea of like we're teenagers <laughs> trying to defend we're like bloodthirsty at this point and no one has a problem with this. <laughs> but know? no, but I like that, and I don't want to jump to the end. But I feel like the point you bring brought up, I don't say forces. Well, it's going to all lead. It's all going to lead towards the end. But I'm just yeah. leading to this part because this is the first yeah. time yeah. it's ever but, happened. Yeah, but what I can, like like all that stuff, you know, like at some point there does become a a, a point of perspective for a couple of them where it's like, well, damn, and because it, it actually it helped me go back into the whole episode. Think of the double episode. You have Gra, you know, I mean, you have everybody, you know, trying to go in and stop this machine, but you have everybody with their own separate agendas. You got our man is like, fuck that, I'm gonna get Grod, which he was annoying, not for nothing. Well, Tyler Grod got- is a super intelligent ape, so let's rethink that. <laughs> so, I mean, not so Grod, uh, uh, um, Grundy, Grundy, sorry, Grundy. And <laughs> in my notes, I wrote Grod, I can't believe it. Um, Grundy, you know, Solomon Grundy, he goes, I'm gonna get Grundy. And I'm like, you know, like, dude, what the fuck? You know, like, it's it's fucking Grundy. What? So you have him doing that, and he has his bloodlust with that. Then Wildcat, I mean, Wildcat was, you know, doing her thing and helping out and fighting, whatever. But then, like Ralph mentioned earlier, she runs into, quote-unquote, Brainwave Jr. And not for nothing, I don't know, would you guys have gotten that hint from Brainwave Jr. that that wasn't him, what he said? No, no, it was it was a lame like. It was when, lame. When, okay, when yeah. When he said it was like, come on, that's lame. It was like, <laughs> you know, where your where so so where are your friends? There are friends. Slice. I was like, oh really? That's the one that gave it away. Come on. <laughs> like like, what if he had been like, where are your friends? And she was like, our friends. Are you? I mean, our friends. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> but with those two, especially, I think you dealt with a lot of the the consequences of bloodlust and revenge and not looking it through and really being a hero. I think that kind of, you know, shined through in the last episode because they, right. they got what they wanted, but then they, you know, they realized, is this what we wanted? 
Yeah. Well, I mean, there is that, but like I said, what? Ha- but again, it's it's kind of like that whole it's the it's the superhero trope that has definitely gone on through the ages, which is, um, especially by the time you hit the uh, well, even any age period, but like especially during the eighties when things got a little bit more violent in comics, it's like, oh, we just literally slaughtered all your men, and I don't mean beat them up. I mean I'm talking like Wolverine. We've killed all of your henchmen. Berserk. Right. All right, here's the ba- here's the main bad guy. No, Wolverine, don't kill him. Because it'll make us just like him. We're better than that. <laughs> you just killed <laughs> 60 men. <laughs> you know, and this is the same thing, though, with this. It's like, that's why I, I brought it up. Two episodes before that, you were just disemboweling mindless freaks and slitting the throats of mindless freaks. That's the problem. And now you're bothered <laughs> because it's someone's dad <laughs> or it's oh. an adult that you already hated. I, I don't understand how that's getting you worse, <laughs> you know. It's it's like with vegans, you know. Apparently, they don't eat things with a face. So, as long as you can kill something and it doesn't have a face, you're fine. Uh, maybe that's it. Maybe that maybe that's what they're going for. Once, so, like I said, I mean, I, I has a face. The, 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 the sympathy, you know, that she was trying to, you know, they were generating for her. I I got it. I just felt like, again, didn't have to be long drawn out, but they should have dealt with something like like uh, just a minor freak out, like a freak out where like even Rick had to say. We, we were going to have to handle this freak out later, but like they should have been like, we fought these people. I, I, we may have killed some of them. You know, these, these, the mindless freaks I'm talking about in the first battle. Like just some minor freak and like, and Pat to be like, look, it's not cool, but we can't freak out right now because of this thing that's something to acknowledge that these teens that have never <laughs> started like drawing yeah. blood from human beings have just done it. Because they just went home like, whoo, that was a good battle. <laughs> you know. And I and I think that, you know, um, because you have two people of the same type, it became hard to do that because, you know, um our man and Wildcat have the same problem. They want, you know, revenge and they don't right. care what the consequences are. So they're very similar in their motivations. So it becomes, you know, right. well then who do you if anything, I would have chosen Yolanda right. to, to 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 bend that person versus um, right, but but then Courtney. But I'm saying, but in that fight, in the in the in the fight with the mindless with the with the mindless right. henchman, that was right. Courtney and Yolanda. Courtney doesn't have a vengeance streak like that. She now knows Isaac was not even the person. Well, it's not even her dad. <laughs> like like Starman right. is not her dad, so he didn't even kill her dad. So like she doesn't have a vengeance streak. She was cutting, stabbing, and slicing at the necks of these things with these her spear. And I'm right. like, she's good, <laughs> you know. <laughs> That's what I'm yeah, saying. Like, it just feels like they should have addressed it in some kind of way before this final act where you're now dealing with uh, a direct, slow, visual kill of another, you know, being right. and stuff like that. But um, yeah. now getting, drawing off of that, though, like, uh, I just felt that we just went from, you know, it was one of those things, like, it's like, okay, we're back for the final battle. Now we're instantly capable. Mm-hmm. You know, Did you like, feel they were now able to, pre- I mean, they were pretty clearly able to dispatch most people with not too much problem at this point, you know, um, okay. they took down okay. most of the heroes. The fact, the fact that um, our man who was losing a battle to Sportsmaster mm-hmm. was taking down Grundy. Yep, your power didn't change. <laughs> like, right. at what point could you not have punched the shit out of Sportsmaster? I, I'm, I'm, you know. I'm, see, lucky they don't have Cap explains it all because there's a part of me that's like, I think I know what that might be. Being that Grundy was the source of, you know, his parents dying, 
right. the idea of, you know, when your adrenaline pumps and you get angry. I think I wonder if that plays in, uh, a fact into it that, you know, you, you know, you just go sure into a wilder range. You know, yeah, because, you know, Sportsmaster, yeah, that's granted, more of a formidable Well, fight. Sportsmaster was also literally about to kill him. So right. you think a little bit of adrenaline might soup up there? <laughs> yeah, but but versus oh my god, I see the man that's killed my family or killed my killed right. the two parents that I had. I'm I'm going out. You know, I'm I'm angry. I'm, I'm going I'm out, stronger. and then I'm going to let him loose on the public unattended. I was kind of thrown off by that. <laughs> I mean, I'm fine that you didn't kill him, but I'm like, oh, think about it. They never took any of them uh, to jail. Yeah. They yeah. just walked away, and the next thing we see is like they're like. Well, basically, that was a good fight. And I'm like, you didn't take anybody. Like, Except I mean, I refuse to believe. Yeah, I refuse, yeah I, I refuse to believe that Ido is dead. He was only stabbed in the back once by his daughter, <laughs> you know? Only once. Like, yeah, it's not Oz. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm like, um, you didn't arrest anyone? <laughs> the thing with uh, with Power Man and, uh, and Grundy. Power Man? Oh, sorry. Yeah, Power Man. Why did I say Power Man? You mean that? You mean that bald black guy that's angry? Yes. Wow. <laughs> so with with Power Man, they and Grundy. Didn't it remind you a lot of Harry and the Hendersons? That just the final scene. Go on, get out of here. Go, you're free. Get out of here. <laughs> he, made a, he made a Harry and the Hendersons fucking wow. No, no, I'm not dissing you. I'm just like, wow, that's not well, where that's, I would thought you could go. That's because that movie literally just came out in the DR last week. And it's, it's really a big news. It's big news right now. Oh, my God. My cousins can't stop talking about it. <laughs> Wait, what, you guys seen this movie? DR? Hold on, hold on, Ralph. Once Mike goes to DR, he ain't going to be talking shit about it anymore. Like, oh, my God, I love the kill, okay? <laughs> yeah, they would love you in DR, Mike. I'll tell you that. They would. Yeah. They would. That's um, funny. So let me ask you this, because uh, for the sake of time, we don't want to go too long. Um, how did you feel like the ending was in regards to, you know, how they dispatched Icicle, how they ended everything, and the ending ending, you know, the 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 the, the, the cherry on top at the end of the episode? How did you feel like they handled it? Was it good? Should they have left some things out? Because, you know, Icicle Dude, they gave is- us three cherries. The last one was not the cherry on top for me. Shade. Okay, I'm sorry. No, that well, he 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 was the the main amount. Um, the chair on top for me was like, "Hello, Eclipso." I was like, "Holy oh, yeah. shit!" Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, they don't fuck up that character. But holy shit, that's a that's <laughs> that's a villain and a half. Um, I forgot about that. It's not even in my yeah. notes. Mike. I forgot about that. Oh shit, you're yeah, right. Shame on you. But um, I know. But seeing, I know. Yeah, but seeing uh, but seeing Sylvester Pendleton. Well, assuming it is really Sylvester Pendleton. Uh, still alive, it'll be interesting to see where they go with this. Like, is it really him? Is it someone faking it all? Because it's like, you would think that of all things, Stripesy would have made sure that his <laughs> his uh, his main hero was actually dead. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Maybe bury him or something. Like, right, exactly. Like, not just like the, the whole, like, that's what I love in like a lot of superhero comics. They'll be like, we had a lot of fallen. And they, everyone just walks away from the battle. I'm like, you're, not only are you not taking your friends with you, they might still be alive. Well, you didn't actually check. You that, know? That's for the B team to actually go out and pick up the bodies. <laughs> it's called Bucky uh, Syndrome. <laughs> yeah. Well, he supposedly blew up. So, like, you know, you well, yeah. that one. There's that. And then there's Cap, that. And, and, Cap, and Cap was frozen right away at that point, too. No, you know? that Cap, not this Cap. That Cap. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> this but, Cap um, no, I, mean, I, I do think it's interesting. I was wondering if um, Joe McHale was going to have more of a presence. Because, I mean... For that show, he's probably the well between him and uh, 
um, Luke, uh, Luke Wilson. Wilson. Brother Owen. His brother. Yeah. Owen yeah. Uh, Luke Wilson. Wilson. Those are like the two largest names they have in that show. Right. You know? mm-hmm. yeah, pretty much. So yeah. I kind of figured I was like, I'm like, I refuse to believe Joe McHale was like, sure, I'll do like 15 minutes of work for this for no other reason. You know? <laughs> yeah. Um, There's, I, I, I did kind of imagine that he'd want to be back. There's talks in the, at the rumor mill that um, Joe McHale will probably be taken over by Eclipso. That, that's what I, when, when they showed him, I said, that would probably be where it goes because then that'll bring down to, we're going to have to destroy your friend. And unless they want to have Joe McHale um, as a regular, I would see that would end up probably being his finale, would be him having to be destroyed because Eclipso, it's not generally easy to get him out of you. Like get the thing that is Eclipso out of you. So usually you've got to kind of destroy it. And Yolanda's so brother mad. is way too young to be the, the main villain for Eclipso. Either. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. No, is I, there anything is there anything else we want to mention before we go to ratings and renaming? Yes. I want to talk about <laughs> I died laughing with the villain's manifesto. I thought that was the funniest thing <laughs> ever. <laughs> when they're like, I've got the, the, the thing, and document is like, well, so they want to combat global warming. Yeah. They want to force people to embrace Res- solar and wind power. Yeah. They're going to eliminate sex discrimination over race, religion, and sexual orientation. Our man is like, you're kidding me. Are we the bad guys? <laughs> like, it's, but document is like, oh, and universal health care. And I love Stargirl. She's like, well, that sounds good. Is that not good? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I like our man's like, hey Pat, are you sure we're on the right side? That <laughs> I like cracked that. me up. No, I, I loved like, it. It cracked me up. <laughs> I loved it because it, you know people will think, well, that's what you want. I'm like, well, you know, that's kind of what politics now does. You know, yeah. like you know, trying to force people to see it your way versus you know talking and compromising all that other stuff. You know, choice exactly. Right. So, so I love that, and I love that they included that. That was part of the manifesto. I was like. Wow, like these all sound great, like great things, but you're forcing people well, well, I mean, to where is, the evil yeah. is. Right. And also the fact was well, not it's not even just that. I mean, yes, the forcing people is definitely evil, but it's the part, of course, that would never be mentioned in the manifesto, which is eh, a quarter of you are gonna die yeah. <laughs> in this, you know. So that's twenty five million people out of hundred million people I'm about to affect are gonna die. Right. And that's and that's the part that made them feel justified to fight them because otherwise you're like, well, except for forcing people to do something. Yeah. This is actually kind of good. You <laughs> might actually Trump save the planet. Actually, as Trump would say, it is what it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't like quoting him, but that uh, seemed appropriate. All right. So let's do it, gentlemen. Let's go into renaming the series. Ralph, do you need time or should I go? No, I got it. Go. Wow. Uh-huh. This is two shows in a row. Let's hear what the gem Hold my has. beer. He's like, hold my beer. <laughs> hold my beard. Hold my beard. Here we go. <laughs> go ahead. All right. Stargare. If we can't defeat him, the pickup truck will. <laughs> okay, I like that one. Yeah, like we never one. did address, by the way, that Icicle was killed by Mike, the most overlooked, unloved biological son ever on a TV series. He was overlooked by our review. <laughs> <laughs> Not in my synopsis. <laughs> Not in your synopsis, but think about it. After your synopsis and a couple times we talked about him, that was it. Well, and we could have, but he's we... like... Well, he's like like a lot of times when they bring in kids, like Roseanne was a great one, like with the youngest son, uh, with, with her only son. It's like yeah. there's nothing to do with that character at right. all. 
like, you know, and then you start like, writing without them. And then it's just like, well, now you're just ignoring this kid. It's like growing pains. Anyway, <laughs> um, he would my be reader, a good eclipse, though. Wow. He would be a, like the initial test of it. No, I'm serious. Like, like something that's, that's so full of hate at this point and jealousy that like maybe like initially gets kind of touched, that's but then they get yeah. it off of him. And then maybe that's the Joel McHale character you know, get right. it fully or something like that, you know. They might go there. You never know. That's yeah. what it's setting up for. I mean, you, I'm going to... You also got to remember you got um, Joaquin Thunder as a possibility as well. Well, yeah, we're waiting to see what happens with that pink pen. Yep. <laughs> All right, so let me go for it. Um, Stargirl. Well, I was going to say the episodes. Stargirl. Superpowered teeny boppers with one adult chaperone. Hashtag, I'm glad it's not Owen Wilson. Long time. <laughs> oh when he said god, Owen, I was like, "Oh my god!" If it was Owen Wilson and Luke Wilson, this show would have been <sighs> fucked. <laughs> Mike. I wouldn't be watching it. Um, well, based on the the flagrant abuse of their power and not knowing what to do with it, I named it Star Girl. I'm suddenly in favor of Marvel's Superhero Registration Act. <laughs> <laughs> they they would be the just like the, the the team that made it necessary. I'm like, yeah, you're the people that would make that happen. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Oh yeah. Um. New, what was the name of the, the team that 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 caused that? Uh, the, the new, new warriors. It was new warriors. New warriors. Hold my beer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're too young. Still hold my beer. All right. Let's do it. Ratings for Star Girl, Ralph. I give Star Girl seven, uh, seven and a half, out of ten. Um. Wait. You built that thing by yourself. <laughs> All right. It's funny. I kind of agree with Ralph. I give it seven and a half punches to Grod. Um, to Grod. Not keep in my notes. It's Grod to Solomon Grundy's face out of ten. Mike. Well, now, like I said, I found that it did improve. So my original rating was seven when we rated one through three. But I give this eight. Is anyone ever going to feed Doctor Midnight's owl out of ten? <laughs> <laughs> no. I mean, evidently, it's an immortal owl that does not need food. But you think someone might give a damn now that they know it's there? <laughs> owls, listen, owls are one of the greatest hunters in the nocturnal. There's nothing world. to hunt. Oh man! <laughs> All right, that thing goes outside and grabs mouses from the sky. Just you said mouses. What mouses in the sky? Yeah. But what mouses in the sky? The flying mouses, right. obviously. Mouses or what, mice? mighty mouse? Yes. Jesus Christ! What, you mighty mouse. Your English is killing me. All right. <laughs> so there you have it. Star Girl. Still better than um, Matt Trank's Fantastic Four. That's what I'll say. But guys, don't go anywhere. Geeks on the go. That's next. Geeks on the go. Now we're more cosmic rods. Now more what? How many cosmic rods? A lot. Oh, cosmic rod. Yeah. Wow. Quite a lot. That sounds horrible. All right. So everybody, you know, you know the segment. I give quick questions. They give quick answers on all things geek. Quick-ish. And we rare, and we make it under a minute every now and again. And then Ralph joins the podcast. He wants to answer questions and fucks everything up. See, Mike loves sitting back and listening to me beat up on Ralph. Because every time, that answer's long as fuck. Well, in my contract, it's stipulated that I have to make all geeks on the go questions extremely uh, long all my answers fell stipulated uh, there we go all right s <laughs> t all right all right ready set go all right battle of dc universe shows titans versus the new jsa who wins mike 
Trained experienced fighters versus 15 year olds that need to study for a quiz. Oh, That's I guess answer. you know. I guess it's a draw, <laughs> Ralph. It's the Titans. <laughs> well, let's see. People who actually have experience crime fighting, or the other ones, which is what I just said. But I said copy. All right. Next question. Do you think the Wonder Twins get a chance to shine in any of Berlanti's shows, Ralph? A bucket of water and an anamorph. I don't know. It's a possibility. <laughs> Mike. Uh, Gleek has already been introduced, so the twins can't be far behind, can they? That's right. And if you could compare Trump to any comic book villain, who would you choose? Ralph. What was the name of that guy? Uh, vegetable, dinosaur, man, whatever. Right. Animal, vegetable, mineral man? There you go. That guy. And it ends on Ralph's answer. Oh, my God. I'm so surprised. I tried to make it quick. Yes. Assholes. All right, so <laughs> animal, animal, vegetable, mineral man. Yes, there you go. Okay, because right. he's a joke. Get it? <laughs> What's the question? I get it. Um, What's, Mike. What's the question? In a while. Could, if you could, right? Because because my rap took too long. If you can compare Trump to any comic book villain. Who would you choose? Uh, Modoc. Except for him, it's the mental organism designed only for kooks. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and believe Repub me, he's mental. Okay, Republicans, if you're listening to our show, it's jokes. But based in facts, but it's jokes. <laughs> uh, based in facts, they're probably not listening to us. Yeah, right. Oh, Wow. And there goes our Christian contingent. Um, we have a Christian contingent? Wow. Oh, praise the Lord. <laughs> How many times did they say, God damn, we're already done with them. Um, shout outs. Do we have any shout outs, Mike and Ralph? I would uh, like to, to shout Modoc. out. I really didn't mean to uh, to make you uh, make people think of you and Trump at the same time. Sorry, Modoc. <laughs> I would like to apologize and to Animal Vegetable Mineral Man. You are a joke but not as as much of a joke as Trump. Wow. You know what? I'm usually I would oh wait, I forgot I was going to end the show but I'm like shout outs. Do we have any shout outs? Not for Trump. Those were our shout outs. Those were our shout outs. What are yeah. yours? Come on. Eh. Keep up, eh. Cap. You know what's funny? Mike, we're going to have to replace him. Shit it. The sooner the better. The usual. I mean, I know that 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 um that our boy from from Switzerland is taking a hiatus. He said that. Uh, on, he, he said he's taking a, a social media hiatus. He's not going to be on for a little bit. So Johannes, Hopefully he's listening to podcasts. No, he's not. He said he's not going to be listening. He's going to catch up later on. Uh, so, um, but obviously, shout out to Tinkerbell. Shout out to South Carolina. Who South Carolina? What's going on? I haven't heard from. You. And um, shout out to anybody else listening. We love you. We care about you. We support. You know that you guys listen to us, even if it's late. Even like Kev's, like Big Kev says, you guys cover shit that I haven't watched yet. Why am I gonna listen to you guys? So even if you listen, because we're telling you whether to watch it or not. Yeah, there we go. Our opinion matters to ourselves, and and, and he can listen to us in so many places, especially on Spotify. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the, the, our, that's right, our new our new um venue to be on Spotify. Absolutely, you're welcome. And we, 
And with yes, right. <laughs> Good yes, job. That's the thank the tech for finally doing his job after seven years. Oh my God, we're running twenty minutes over. Here we go. All right, <laughs> let's end this show. So for MFG Mike, the finance guy, and RT Square Rapper Tech, this is the cap saying, "Keep it geeky, guys." See you next time.